0: Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast, brought to you by TargetInternet.com. Hello and welcome back to the Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Kieran Rogers. And I'm Daniel Rolls. And today, Daniel, we have a bonus episode. Now, this bonus episode is somewhat off topic, but I'm going to let Daniel explain a bit more.
1: So, we're on lockdown many of us are working from home pretty much all of us i'd imagine the roles that we are kind of in so we're lucky enough to be able to do our roles from home or freelance from home or study from home and a certain percentage of us are parents now that that's why this is a bonus episode because it's not going to be for everyone but don't give up now if you're not a parent don't quit just yet listen in for a second and you can decide if this is for you or not we have an interview with dawn isaac who is a fantastic author and she writes lots of books that she'll explain about in a moment but she's done an interview with Kieran about how to entertain and engage your kids when you're having to do kind of homeschooling. So it's kind of off topic, but I thought it's really fascinating. One, it's going to be useful for for a certain percentage of you directly from the point of view you're having to look after your kids at home and multitask and work. I think it's a really good interview. There. One, because she's a lovely lady and she's great at being interviewed, which really helps. But also from the point of view, she talks about how an author works and how she works as an author, and I thought there were some really great insights there for any of you that are aspiring to write anything. She also talks about the human side of things a lot, about how we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, would beat ourselves up about things, and everyone in a career would have would have kind of been through that at one point or another. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I thought at the moment things are a bit challenging for everyone. There's some really nice insights in it, whether you're a parent or not. So have a listen, not for you, switch it off, come back on the next episode. That's absolutely fine. It is a bonus episode. It's yeah. not a digital marketing specific. But we just thought it was too good an opportunity to pass up because it is so interesting. And actually, I tried to listen to it not from a parenting point of view I thought, well, if none of that was interesting, would it still be useful? And it is. And yeah. I think it's a, it's a lovely interview and she's very easy to listen to as well. Some, some of the tricks she
0: shares could so be applied to all sorts of team building activities and icebreaker sessions and stuff. like. Exactly my thinking. Because actually fun activities are fun activities, whether you're an adult or a kid. And I, I, I do believe we're all kids at heart if we, if we peel back the layers and the age a little bit. So, so do enjoy it. Or if you don't enjoy it and you know other people that you think might enjoy it, please share it. Mm, that's a good point. And we would absolutely love your feedback on it if you, if you did find it useful. It
1: be really, really good. Yeah, let us know if you find it useful. And if you really object to us putting this in as a bonus episode, also tell us. Yeah. Because yeah. we know not to do it in the future. Get in touch. So,
0: we'll put contact details in the show notes. So yeah, grab
1: them and fire away. Hope you enjoy it. And over to Kieran and Dawn. So hello, Dawn.
2: Hello, Kieran. Nice to speak to you. So you're you're
0: Dawn Isaac. Tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do and how you became an expert in this area.
2: Uh, Well, I've had an interesting and slightly random career from PR, which would be much more uh, what, You'd usually be talking about through being a garden designer. And then, uh, as happens sometimes, I had three kids and thought, oh, it's
0: got to <laughs> <That> you do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that before. This is going to be tricky. So yeah. I started uh, writing because I could do that from home and writing on kids' gardening because those were the two things I was most interested in at the time. And at the back right. of that, I had a blog, as these things go. You know, in the days where blogs were a thing. So I had a blog called Little Green Fingers, which I had a lot of a lot of interest in, which was good. And on the back of that I did a book on garden crafts for children. And then I had lots of things that didn't quite fit into that book because they were sort of short and fun and outside activities. And I realised I had an awful lot of them. So I decided to do another book, which was 101 things for kids to do outside. And do you know what? There's not many books on things for kids to do outside, so it did quite well.
0: So the books you write, they're written for the kids to read, not not the parents, right? Why, why is that?
2: Well, I think because I remember I've still got very strong memories of being a kid, and I remember the best bits were when parents weren't there. um They may have been there, maybe somewhere in the background, but the life of <laughs> me, I don't remember them being there for all the good stuff, all the really fun stuff yeah. you ended up doing, all the things that maybe you shouldn't have done. There were there were incidents with with you know homemade rafts and rivers so i probably shouldn't be advertising that but yeah there was really <laughs> good bits and also i remember i don't know whether you remember it but why don't you
0: oh i used to love yeah. that, the belfast gang yeah yeah but for, for, for listeners overseas you won't know about this but it was a, a very popular kids tv program in the kind of mid 80s I now. yeah yeah yeah, I'm sure if you do do a quick search on YouTube, you might find, in fact, for those of you who want to indulge, <laughs> do can it. find the theme tune to it, I will link to it in the show notes. Yeah.
2: But it was always the kids, you know, the kids, there were no adults there and they kept doing stuff and it looked really fun. So I just thought, actually, I just want these books to be written for the kids so a kid can pick it up and just do it, which also meant that everything in it, you know, I didn't want you see these activities with kids and it's like, and then you get out the hot glue gun or then you put this in the oven. You know, no parents can allow their kids to do that. So I made sure that as far as possible, all of the stuff in it was, you know doable and didn't involve incredibly expensive things that you had to go and buy from specialist yeah. shops and and you could just or, or incredibly flammable all, or sharp that, things a
0: mixture sort of all three yeah but
2: it's extraordinary there are lots of books and you go no they will kill each other so yeah so that that was the plan really so it's it's for kids to you know run off to i mean younger kids parents do tend to help them so i'd say this for sure. seven to yeah. eleven they just pick it up because they can read as well fluently enough yeah. and they just go with it really they'll pick up one of the ideas and just run with it which is it's right. also i have to say i for it, parents
0: yeah well particularly in time so at the point of recording this britain is in complete lockdown and that that presents a few uh challenges yeah <laughs> <laughs> say I've, I've only got two children and actually bless them they're very very good but they you know stuck in the house gets really really boring and there's only so much you can kind of kind of do so kind of just let let's dive into this what what are some of the challenges that you think as, as parents we're going to be uh, facing
2: i think that the first thing is i think parents have probably just got to give themselves a bit of a break actually and not expect to be perfect parents you know, I think there is this, there's this. As you say, it's just kind of happened, and there's a lot of there's a lot of parents trying to homeschool and entertain every second of their child's day and make it all educational. And I just think, oh, you know, deep breath. Let's just get through this, saying at the other end, and still with the same number of you know. Bodies in the house quite frankly so i think you know <laughs> deep breath don't expect it all to be perfect i mean you know one thing about my books is they are all screen free all the activities are screen free but i'm not a a screen free freak i don't think there's anything wrong with you know balancing it with time on screens and time off screens but it is balanced. Mm. it's about getting a little bit of everything
0: um I my mean, mine will say oh, i'm a bit i'm a bit tired of computers and screens now. Yeah. can we do something real yeah and actually you do you need a bit of variety in the day don't you You
2: definitely do you definitely do so yeah i think a bit of variety um i think not being when you are going to do you know getting to do something different that isn't school work i think don't be a control freak as well i think it's <laughs> just, like,
0: qualify that. What are the symptoms? Well, what are the symptoms of control? Where
2: you go, well, let's do this, love, let's do some painting. And the next thing you know, you're hovering over them <laughs> going, no, no, that tree doesn't look like that, does it, does it, does it? Does it? You just think, oh, you know, stop it. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bit difficult. Sometimes we want everything to be a little bit too perfect. And there's, you know, get over that. I'd say get over yeah. mess now. I mean, learn to live with mess. If, <laughs> if you want to entertain children you are not going to have a beautiful home as well so yeah that
0: <laughs> well do you know what no one can come round at the moment anyway so i've stopped worrying about that yeah, <laughs> so what What about like with coming up with ideas you know because that's that, that very often that the stress of having to come up with like i, I do yeah. both me and my wife have learned to dread that what are we doing today question
2: yeah i know that's that is the the most difficult thing i mean to be totally honest, that's why I wrote them all down. Because, <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? That is why, and every time I write a book, there is a point when I just go, who thought 101 was a good idea? That's a stupid number. <laughs> Let's just call it 48, because that feels nice, doesn't it? But you know what? Yeah, or just
0: loads, <laughs> oh, tons God. of stuff yeah no, I did I put a number on it
2: it's horrible it's a weird thing <laughs> at some point when I do these books it's horrible but the reason I did 101 was because that is what kind of kids need because they don't know what mood they're in whether they want to do crafting whether they want to play a game whether they want to build something so you need enough ideas that they can't go no don't want to do that don't want to do that you yeah. <laughs> have to get to the point where that, this is true that they're excited. Yeah, about. so I mean, if you
0: do. You need that. You need that spark of "Oh, I really want to do this." It's like a light bulb comes on in their eyes. It is, and they get inspired. When you hit on that, you you relax a little bit.
2: We used to, particularly when my kids were a bit younger, at the start of a long stretch like the summer holidays, we would do a boredom jar. And mm. we would write down loads of activities, games, everything we wanted to do, places we wanted to visit, which is less relevant now, but all that sort of thing. Movies we mm. wanted to watch, and they would all be folded on bits of paper and they go into the iron board jar. Yeah. But you also have to put in the iron board jar, doesn't work unless you put in some chores. Why? Right, because the iron board jar rule is when anyone says I'm bored, you have <laughs> you pick out something from the iron board yeah
0: yeah
2: which is great if they're all fun and actually you find that they're all gone by the end of day one but if oh i think you see personally i think about one in four one in five needs to be a chore so you put it out right. and it, you've got to go tidy your bedroom and the rule is you have to do whatever comes out right so that is a good thing okay. to
0: invest the time yeah i love that I love, I love that. Is there kind of a good ratio of chores to fun things? I think
2: so. And, it, and the other thing with kids is, actually, they don't mind chores if it's sort of done in a unusual way.
0: Such as? Give, give me some examples. I
2: don't know. It could be they – could, they could be – I know this is going to sound really weird, but, you know, stuff like, I don't know, washing – for me, I've got loads of plant pots need washing out. Um, actually, with a massive tub of soapy water sat outside, my 11-year-old's probably going to do that for me today. <laughs> Well, that's
0: all right. I can believe that. Yeah, mine mine would love to do something like that. Okay, so top tips for making things work while we work. What what, what have you got for us, Dawn?
2: I would say, number one is, like I say, get used to mess and don't worry about it. I'd say maybe if you don't want to go mad living in a pigsty, have a little bit of a tidy up hour or half hour at the end of the day so that at least you can sit Mm -hmm. back with a glass of wine in a reasonably tidy space when they've gone up to bed the other thing with kids is give them some control they want to feel they're in charge if they feel they've had more say in what they're doing they're much more likely to throw themselves into it i learned very early on to give my children choice but to only give them a choice of things that i would find acceptable so instead of saying what should we do today you say right here's a list of 10 things which of those do you want to do Exactly. yeah structure
0: it structure it does does help because that that gives the feeling of a lot of freedom and choice when actually and that, actually is super important in the current climate because there's lots of things they'd want to do that you, that
2: you exactly can't. and you don't want to have a fight every time so if you give them a lot of choice <laughs> but you know that you're not going to argue about it again. and mm-hmm. you know these are you know as you say, a lot of your listeners, they're working parents. They're trying to work from home and entertain the kids.
0: Which is really hard so as I'm finding it. It's a real challenge. So yeah. tough.
2: I'd say, yes, get them to do big projects because they'll keep them going much longer. But that really <laughs> use their imagination and they'll they'll go at it like all afternoon. The less kind of structured sometimes the better and they can get their teeth into it.
0: Okay, so any any examples of lengthy projects that you found work work quite
2: Um, well? I'd say, it's funny, they they like the idea of work. I know this sounds weird, but things like, you know, they want to have an adult role. So, you know, if you've got a particularly sort of, let's say, quite a bookish child, you know, get them to set up their own library. They can catalogue all the Mm. books. They can sign them in and out. They can set up sections, you know. That would keep a kid going for hours and then all you have to do is be a customer and they'll be delighted you can make those little uh, bits at the uh, start of the books you know where they used to put in the card when you have got to bring it back they can make those and add them to all they 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 might learn the duodecimal system so really smart (laughs) (laughs) or you know um they could set up a cafe we've done that before we've done a i remember having a sunday lunch where we all sat on different tables in the living room (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the kids taking orders but again you know they they end up you know getting working out uh, making aprons out of tea towels putting tablecloths out making menus making the food that sort of thing is really great and it's
0: it's great and it's centered around things that have to happen anyway but make it a bit more of a team family time, right? A bit And make, certainly make it memorable. Yes,
2: it is so memorable, which I love. I mean, it's that silver lining, and I'm a bit Pollyanna about these things, but there might be a silver lining to all of this. It's, it's quite a horrendous time, I think. But I think everyone's going to remember this, and there will be some incredible bits as well to it. And some of it will be that family time that you did something completely different. There'll be children who will never forget 2020.
0: So let let's delve into it. I, I need some okay. other ideas because I'm loving what you've come <laughs> up with so far, but I just need to milk need to milk this scene while it's while it's there. Come on, more ideas that we can. We so can try what would please. be good?
2: I was thinking we have got a, <laughs> there are a lot of parcels coming through the doors, aren't there? You know, it might be the yeah. A word, but there's there's a lot of cardboard coming through with that. <laughs> One of the the best things it, it's in the most recent book actually, but I loved doing was we made cardboard costumes with the kids.
0: Oh, then, wow. What sort of costumes can you make from cardboard?
2: Really, almost anything, actually. If you, if you, you, what you do is kind of almost set up construction strips, which sounds really weird, but if you've got an inch or so wide, a couple of centimetres wide strips of card, you can sort of staple them together to make almost a framework that you build on, but it's great for things like, yeah. so across your shoulders and over the arms and things like that. So that's the basis, mm-hmm. and then you build on it. So we did a really cool uh, um, suit of armour with a helmet just out of cardboard, PVA glue, and then you hold it because you can build up layers for strength on things like swords. My son spent about two weeks just making really vicious-looking weapons out of cardboard. <laughs> and you just you keep doing layer upon layer, and then you glue them with PVA and, as I say, put um, clothes pegs on them to hold them till they dry, and it's super strong. And yeah, no, yeah, they yeah. actually hurt each other, but they look really vicious. You can make, <laughs> which is good, obviously in a child's eyes, uh, you can make fairy wings. You can make an entire dinosaur sort of going down the back, a sort of spine of a dinosaur. Yeah. They can kind of go where they want with it, but it's, it's construction. It's a bit of engineering. They're really, really thinking these things through, but they end up with something that they can wear. So that's I
0: love this. <laughs> I love this, and I know, I know. Some of our listeners be thinking, actually, that'd be quite a good team building activity for there work you. when, when well, things get back more to normal. To say, and why not? Somebody once right? said
2: to me, uh, they said, oh, "I've read your books, and you know, if you just had added alcohol, they'd be really good for students." <laughs> <laughs> there are are a lot that are
0: well do you know what adults need playtime too and i think we've all forgotten this in our race to be serious professionals you know actually yeah and sadly we we feel we have to drink to to get silly no you You don't you don't just be silly just be silly silly. and if you've got kids they'll they'll teach you how if you let them for sure
2: and i think that you know you're right actually i think adults will enjoy a lot of this i mean you know i if you did the cardboard costumes, I swear the adults would get more carried away than the kids. But um, <laughs> it's a great thing to do. Usually, workers, oh, kids yeah. can work on something around yeah. the table. I mean, same things like junk modelling is always good. You know, particularly for the Yeah. So just, just,
0: just elaborate, elaborate a little bit on junk modelling.
2: So really. And
0: top uh, any top tips for making it better?
2: because
0: uh, we've all we've all experienced the whole kind of you've got pot yeah. <laughs> construction thing. But are, are there any are there any things we can do to? To, to take this to the can next I just level I say
2: lots of resources really just bring in as much as you can because the kids will do interesting things with it masking tape is I'm, I'm a big fan of masking tape because it's it's quite mm. good at holding things in place particularly the slightly stronger stuff um, and you can paint over it in a way that you can't with sellotape mm. so that's quite useful mm-hmm. having lots of stickers to add to it paint glue but although I think parents look on it and go Well, oh, that's a bit rubbish <laughs> The bit that parents get wrong on junk modelling is the control freakery. So they're going, but that looks a bit rubbish. But you know what? Your kid's thinking, it looks amazing. Can't you see? This is a robot and it's extraordinary. And I've never done anything so brilliant in my life. But no, you no. And-
0: they apply imagination to it. And that's that's the thing. You, you don't see it for what it is. You have to see it for the idea and the potential behind it and the magic that creates in your imagination. If you just you just allow it to and uh, there's an idea you mentioned when we were just brainstorming this which was tape town which i'm really what, what is tape town how does that now work?
2: this goes back to my love of masking tape so all you need right. is a roll of masking tape really and get mm-hmm. them to do a town planning exercise so basically they can just use that because it can go on carpet it can go on furniture it can go on walls and they can mark out all the roads They can um, start bringing in their other toys because you know what? The doll's house can be something or you can bring in some cardboard boxes and make uh, a school if you wanted. You could create with the furniture a mountainside in your town and all your toy cars can be moving around. (laughs) Again, it's just one of those things. And obviously at the end of the day, you can lift the tape up and throw it away or move that road around and you can do it all again the next day. I could see
0: that really taking off, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I I always do try as hard as I can to use things that I think you'll have around the house and never more so than now because if you haven't got it, it's going to be tricky. And of course, the classic one you need to do with them is the the fort. They need to build a fort in the house. No child has lived, (laughs) they've built a fort. Um, are we are we talking full size or scale model or what are we talking here? It's funny because in the book that I put this one in it was a very very sedate little tent thing which is Really funny because actually what my kids do is nothing like that, but you couldn't possibly go off what they do. It involves most of the living room. It involves chairs coming yeah. from all, a lot of what is very useful are those are uh, clothes pegs again because you can peg, you know, different sheets and blankets and stuff. Yeah. They string up fairy lights. They sleep in them. It can go on for days. They have their own bedrooms in there. <laughs> they have a place for the dog. Yeah, love it. I love it.
0: Yeah, mine do that and like to go and have picnics in their creation. Absolutely. And actually, quite right. The dog very often does join them. Yeah,
2: I but I think what you said there is very important as well. In that they like to eat there because anything that is the ordinary done out of the ordinary they love. So any different way of eating, you know, just doing. I mean, we always used to do carpet picnics, and it was literally just you know have a, a picnic inside on a on a rug. But it was fun and it was different. And, you know, it could be, you know, you have a upside down day where the kids become the parents, parents become the kids and you take the roles on. Or, you know, just have the whole day where everyone just wears pyjamas. It's nothing, but they'll remember it. It's fun. So, tell
0: us about your new book because it's out, it's out shortly. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm you, like, you must have planned yeah, this. <laughs> I
2: know. It's awful. It's, I actually feel horribly guilty about this a little bit. It's like the <laughs> ultimate marketing exercise. It's ridiculous. No, I did not put the world into lockdown. So, they have to, I have, to have my book. But yes, I yeah, know. There was be a theory yeah. about this somewhere. But no, it's out April 2nd. So, yeah, probably about right. the time everyone is pulling their hair out. And it's 101 mm-hmm. Things for Kids to Do Screen Free. So all my projects right. have okay. always been screen-free because I think it's an important skill, actually. I think kids kind of yeah. forget sometimes how to be without them.
0: All right. So that's, so that's good. So what, what's the, just tell us the name it's, of the book again. 101
2: Things for Kids to Do Screen-Free.
0: Uh, at all good booksellers, yes. yeah, I'm, all, all, I'm sure. and
2: probably good. some not so good booksellers. any booksellers, <laughs> that would be, yeah. we're not. No, we're not yeah, anyone can. <laughs> <sell it. laughs> the the so if,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if we want to know more, where can we go? What can we do? Because I'm sure people are going to be desperate for for more of well, these ideas. Well, uh,
2: what I'm doing actually, because it got to lockdown. Well it got to kids leaving school actually didn't it and I think we all slightly freaked out. So what I decided was from the day from the day after they left school that I would be putting up two projects a day on Facebook yeah. that people could download so one in the morning one in the afternoon and this will be my fourth book so theoretically I have 404 ideas. So I think I worked <laughs> out I can go on till October the 6th I'm hoping we don't need that, <laughs> but um, yeah. yes, you can go to uh, Facebook and it's Dawn Isaac LGF, which is which stood once for little green fingers, and now I don't know. I'm I can't we, stand it standing for something else.
0: I no, I laughed when you told me, but I didn't realise that. Obviously, you used to be very into well, gardening. My blog was little green yeah.
2: fingers, which uh, yeah has yeah, got lots yeah, of yeah. garden.
1: <laughs> so, gardening with the kids there's
2: additional stuff but i have gardening in the book as well i think that's a really nice yeah. activity
0: so every every day you're putting up a new activity from one yes. of your books and and like just give us give us an example what's been up so, so far. well
2: actually um yesterday i actually put up set up a school which is which is yeah. quite fun they basically make their own school set so i don't know whether you your kids ever had one of those school sets they're sort of a um but you can make your own out of a big cardboard box that's got Two sides, and then you can have a a whiteboard on it. There's a way to make your own whiteboard. You can store your yeah. stickers to w- reward your students. You can have a clock. So yeah. You have to make a yeah. clock to sit on the top to check your lessons. Um, and it's amazing how they play
0: with with this. It's a game that my two are very fond of. Partly, I think because my wife is a primary yeah. school teacher, so you know they're they're wanting to be like her in many respects. But they, you know, my youngest will do that on her own, and she. Has some hilarious conversations yeah. with her various toys. Like she lines up her dolls Absolutely. and play school people and stuff. And they yeah, will. And, they will and do and that. Honestly, it's just it's just highly entertaining just to have that going on in in the background. You, you almost have to sort of pinch yourself not to laugh because obviously you know she's in her own space, she's in her own world. But they 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 will quite happily you know imaginary play like that yeah. for a long time.
2: And the nice thing about that as a project as well is they all get as much fun from making it. In the first place, it's a double project, really. So you make it and then you play with it. So that's quite good. I have quite Mm -hmm. a lot of sort of homemade toys and games. So You make your own thing. You know, you can do a, I like a shoebox house, which is nice because you've automatically got floors and and, uh, walls to everything, but you put all the shoeboxes on their side and stick them together and you've got a crazy looking Mm -hmm. cool house that you can then spend hours, decades will spend hours decorating that and making furniture for it. You know, if you've got kids who need to burn off a bit of energy as well, I mean, just to, you know, scrunch up some paper and have a newspaper snowball fight.
1: Uh, <laughs> or, you know, you can put
2: a down, uh, masking tape again, you see me and my mask tape, put a masking tape along the middle of your dining table or kitchen table. And yeah. if you've got a ping pong ball or just a very scrunched up roll of paper that's light enough, you can do hands free ping pong and they just have to blow it. Try to get it over the edge <laughs> of the other side. So things like that in a small it. space will exhaust a child, which is quite important. And Matchbox Pets
0: was the other one yeah. that I saw on the Facebook page. Tell us so about it's
2: that. Just such a sweet little thing, but you could just get a little stone or if you can't go outside to find a little stone, you know, a, a nut or something small, like a bead, anything that will fit in a Matchbox. And mm. then you just decorate yes. it as a little pet. You can stick on a little paper beak or ears. They all look a bit crazy. You can see some on the, um, on the Facebook posts. And, Yeah, they they, they fit in their little matchbox and that becomes their little home and then you decorate the matchbox. Um, You can make a scene or put a little bed in it and that's your little matchbox pet that you can carry around
0: with you. I love it. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Are there any other places online that you think are just ace for getting additional ideas and, and, and thoughts?
2: I think there's a lot on Facebook where people put up really fun activities. Red Ted Art is quite nice, doing lots of crafting, particularly with slightly younger children. Uh, there are there's lots of resources out there but yes you just have to you just have to to look around a little bit
0: well dawn thank you so much for taking the time to to talk to us all uh, about this guys I, i hope you've enjoyed this i know like i really am stretching (laughs) <laughs> the, the remit of a digital marketing podcast in doing this but it's certainly for me it's, it's been a been a challenge and i'm very excited to, to try a few of these ideas out with my own kids and i hope you are too because actually if you want to do great marketing you do need some some space to be able to do it but it's getting that life work balance right and i think all of us uh, are having to reevaluate that and readjust in a big way so i hope you've all found this useful i would absolutely love if any of you try these things out please 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 send us your photos of what you created give us some feedback on this so guys thanks so much thanks to dawn and we'll speak to you again soon on the digital marketing podcast
1: thanks very much for listening to the digital marketing podcast if you want to continue your learning in digital marketing get over to targetinternet.com and sign up for the free trial of our digital marketing e-learning platform There's over 140 bite-sized courses for you to try and lots of other learning resources as well. So get on there and sign up for the free trial.